Hello, everyone, and welcome into Living Liberty Today. This is episode 12. We've entitled this one Election Follies. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about election strategies, voting opportunities, voting requirements, voting mandates, and voting choices going forward. Remember, you can download our our podcast from our website at https colon backslash backslash free to be you. That's F R E E, the number two, the letters B and U dot buzzsprout dot com. Or you can go to our Living Liberty Today page on Facebook or check the Charlie Earl site on LinkedIn. All of those will post these. And going forward, we have several other platforms we're going to try uh, or experiment with, but we'll keep you notified when we get there. Okay, so does your vote count? Does one vote matter? That's been a debate ever since I can remember, and I've been voting for 53 years now. And uh, every year there's that little debate or the PSAs or the pleading to please vote because your vote counts. Well, probably on a national scale, it's like a grain of sand on a, on a massive beach. Um, it, it has an impact, but minimal. On a state level, it's a smaller beach, and yet you're still one grain of sand. So you have an impact, but not as great uh, as it could be. But when you get down to local politics, I'm talking now about counties, townships, cities, villages, towns, what have you, the impact of your vote becomes greater. That grain of sand turns into a stone or a rock because of the impact of that one vote can have. And I guess for years, we've heard... uh, I guess learned people tell us we should be more concerned about local politics and less concerned about the national ones. And obviously the national or federal races get all the press. They, uh, you know, they swarm our televisions and our iPhones and our Androids and our computers and all that. But bottom line is your individual liberty, your individual economic liberty is probably more impacted about what goes on locally than what you might find statewide or nationally. Certainly, they both have impacts on you. And national legislation or executive orders or court rulings all have an impact on you and your liberty and and your economic liberty. And certainly statewide it does. We've seen that as various states now are fluctuating in the severity or intensity of their masking mandates and social distancing mandates and things of that nature. But really, when it comes right down to uh, the chase, your individual liberty is more routinely impacted by what goes on in your immediate communities. And that's where you can have the greatest value uh, as a voter. Think, for example, licensing fees and regulations. Now, I know I've mentioned before that I have members of my family in the in the food business, in a restaurant catering uh, type of business. 
They're impacted by the cost of licensing and compliance with county and city rules and regulations. That's an impact. Also, the social distancing COVID issues that they're facing right now are enforced by local powers that be, including the county health department. So what goes on within the county, within the city, or within your township or town greatly impacts you on a day-to-day basis. Your cost of doing business, your freedom to do business, and it goes right down to you as an individual. Do you have zoning laws in your township or your city that impact the way you can live and how you choose to live? You know, clearly, if I'm buying property out in the country, I would prefer not to have a trailer with 47 rusted cars up on cement blocks next door. But if they already exist and I buy that acreage next door to them, then I assume, I assume that they're going to be my neighbors now and forevermore. I think it's, well, we see it all the time in rural communities where people buy five acres in the country, put up a nice house and maybe an additional building on there, and then complain when the neighbor spreads hog manure. Uh, You know, when you buy property in the vicinity of a pig farm, you got to expect you're going to enjoy the odiferous benefits of spreading the fertilizer of choice for that day. And I get kind of concerned about people who become snowflakes and whiny about what's going on in their neighborhoods and so forth, when that's the whole sense of individual liberty. I do my thing, you do yours, as long as we don't harm one another or our property, uh, then let it go, let it flow. Well, speaking of pig crap, let it flow. But is, is the smell of pig manure harmful, especially when it only lasts for a day or two? And in my part of the state, it doesn't even last that long because we... Uh, We have persistent and consistent winds up here in northwest Ohio. So, you know, any odors we get uh, gradually uh, recede over a short period of time. But I guess looking locally, that matters. Zoning laws matter. And if you choose to go into a zone township, then understand you have voluntarily decided to restrict your liberty by your choice of property or your choice of location. And so if you, if, if you bristle under those restrictions, well, then your only remedy, uh, aside from court, your only remedy is to change the people in charge of the township or the zoned area, and that involves politics and your one vote. So I'm going to encourage you now, first of all, locally, you know, if you if you are disgruntled and upset or if you're just encouraged by what's going on, your vote matters because you either give the people hope that you're supporting or you deny the people uh, your support uh, if, if they're going contrary to your wishes. But you can take that vote a little further. So I'm going to encourage this at some level active participation in the voting process, particularly on a local level. 
you have people that you buy from every day, stores, restaurants, uh, what have you, car dealers, and you deal with them on a day-to-day basis. And so you can share your concerns about what's going on with them without being overtly political. In other words, if you feel that a township zoning request or a school levy is excessive or too restrictive, you can share that without being a complaining whiner. You can share that with the service technician at the local car dealership when you have your oil changed. You can you can tell that to the clerk at the grocery store when you're checking out saying, yeah, I'm on my way now to go do this or go do that because I think this is impacting me in a harmful way and it may affect you too. A lot of people go through life even as voters, and I suspect maybe some of you listeners do as well, although I would assume that most of you are much more active than the general public. But a lot of people go through life who vote and never take time to research the issues of the individuals they're voting for. You just simply go on an overall general sense of where they want to be, and they vote yay or nay for the two major parties. Occasionally, they'll vote for an independent or a third-party person just because they either like the general message or they dislike one of the other two candidates. But for the most part, most people don't do research about issues or individuals. And I think that's where you, as an individual, can have an impact. Do your research. And it's not a huge thing. It isn't going to take you days. It may take you a couple of hours on an evening. If you're a baseball fan or a uh, or a sports fan, you can leave the game on in the background. Or if you like music, put that show on in the background and do your research. Just do a little Google check or what have you, or or check on the local newspaper. If you don't read it, pull up their website, go to the articles that are germane to the issue of the individual you're researching, and just pick up some information and get a sense of where they're going. You can also... If, if there's an incumbent involved, you're not sure which way you want to go, you can do some research on that incumbent's votes on issues that matter to you to get a sense of where they're leaning. You won't, you won't get a, a precise indication of how they're going to vote on a future issue, even though you can get a sense of where they might go. They may change their mind and, and, and do full circle on you, but at least you can be as well-informed as possible. Same way on issues. A whatever, 4 mil, 10 mil, 2 mil, 1 mil levy for the school district is, seems like a little bit to you, and they always advertise it in as so many dollars per $100,000 home in your property tax. Those things start to add up. What are they doing with their money now? You can pick up the budget. It's public information if it's a public school. Pick up the budget and look at where the money's going. If if you are opposed to social engineering within the schools and you see dollars allocated to that and you think that's a waste of money, take that into account when you support or uh, refuse to support a levy. On the other hand, if you think the schools should be stronger 
at doing that kind of thing. You can look at what their budget priorities are and go from there and make a decision on A, whether or not to vote for the levy, and B, whether or not to share your concerns with other people in a, in a general, non-offensive, uh, non-enforcing or not a non-forcing type of, of approach. You know, don't, don't challenge people that you haven't had a deeper conversation with uh, at, at first blush. You know, once you've talked to somebody over time about individual issues or candidates and all that, and you have a sense of where the other person lies or where, they, where they're leaning, you may want to become a little more forceful because you have a comfort level with them that will allow you to do that. But nevertheless, I would encourage you, um, some people say voting is, is wasted. It may be on a national scale or a state scale, perhaps. Make that call. But certainly on a local level, it does matter. And uh, so I encourage you to take opportunities to do that. I encourage you to discuss with other people. Do your research and discuss with them some of the issues that you're concerned about. So that's, uh, you know, that that's my sense of where uh, you should go as a member who supports individual liberty and economic liberty. Those are the two things I'm most concerned about as far as having my living for my pursuit of happiness type of thing. I want to be free to make my own calls and I want to be free to make my own money and deal with it in the best way I deem possible for me and those I love. So I would encourage you do your research. We got an election coming up very soon. So a little bit of research, dedicate an hour or two, check into all the things that may be germane. Uh, if there's an unknown out there, I would urge you to put up the cautionary antenna because if you don't know enough and it's not available, that means somebody may be hiding something from you. Just a little cautionary word. I encourage you to always be living liberty today and to be looking for every opportunity you can to enhance your liberty and make it a stronger aspect of your life. So be free, live free. I'm Charlie Earle.